The other day, I spilled a giant glass of water on my floor. <laughs> that sucks. I literally, I put together, I come home, I put together my Brita filter in my fridge, and I put, I filled this big giant glass of water with ice and everything. I forget what else I had in my hands, but I was like, not the I was water ready to sit. anymore. Apparently, <laughs> no, it was in my hands. But I think I had my. No, I didn't have my phone. I think my phone was in my pocket. But I walk out of my out of my kitchen into into the living room slash dining room, which is just big one big long room. Mm-hmm. And so, for some reason, and maybe the condensation on the glass or something, it does a complete. My hand like slips. My hand like slips around the glass, closes, and like shoots the glass out of my hand. <laughs> the glass does like a spiral, throwing water everywhere onto my shirt, into my face, onto the ground, onto the walls, and then flings the ice cubes out. And I'm just like, what? How? how? What? Did you like stand there for 15 seconds contemplating how the physics actually had I made did. that happen? I kind of, it was the first glass of like my big Brita filter I was ever going to drink. And I was like, I'm so happy about this. <laughs> And then it was just just gone. I was like, okay. And so then I had to like do my best to wipe up the water. And when you spill a bunch of water on carpets, like there's not much you can do. Right. Yeah. And so it wasn't like it was like it was gonna be it was like pop or some sort of uh, sugary drink that was gonna leave like make it sticky or leave like a stain or something. It was just water. Mm-hmm. And so it was like do the best to clean up. And then I had to go pick up the glass. I put the ice back in the glass because they had just been. <laughs> Flung out across the room. Everyone banging oh, the glass, man. and then I fill fill up the water all over again, and then make my way back to make my way to my chair. <laughs> it's just it was its destiny, or I guess you could say Dasani. No, it's Britta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna let you have that stupid joke. Hello and welcome to 2023, as well as the first episode of the 2023 Nothing But Nonsense podcast series. So we're just continuing our episode number count, though, running up that number year by year. Hopefully uh, we can say year by year, because uh, I believe we can make it through 2023. How about you guys? One can help. Or like crappy poo year. Am I crappy right, fellas? <laughs> if I had a yeah. dollar for every time Andrew said that. Like at our, we all got together on New Year's among along with some other people. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time Andrew said that that night, I'd be rich. Right? Probably now. have like ten bucks. I'd be rich, exactly. Yeah, you have like ten. You probably have like fifteen bucks. Dude, <laughs> I I'd, said it a lot. Dude, I would kill for fifteen dollars. I'd be rich. Yo, I found ten dollars in my wallet this morning mm. or yesterday. Like my, I realized that it was from my aunt. I was about to, to ask, her. did you put it there or? Yes, I did. It was oh. on Christmas Eve. I got a gift from my aunt. Ah. And, uh, and you returned she, uh, it and put the money in your wallet? No, <laughs> no she like, she gives us these, uh, she's like these buckets or like these that she t- gives us like either like a gift card or like money in every year. And then she takes them back at the end of the night. <laughs> and so 
I just I took the money out, put it in my wallet, and gave it back to her, and I totally forgot. Nice. And so I found it today. I was like, sweet. Sweet. 10 extra dollars. Things yeah, are that's coming always, up, Andrew. It's always nice to find <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, I mean, technically, this isn't our first episode of the new year, I guess, but it's our first episode episode because uh, we had a best of episode last week. That's a lot of episodes in one, you know, short frame of time. So I'm just so going to keep saying episode and, you know. We're, we're gonna annoy you guys but uh that's what we're here for right uh but i we hope you liked the 2022 recap best of episode and uh that You're it gave welcome. you some of your some of your favorite <laughs> highlights thank you to andrew for putting that together uh today i guess begins you know the first session of potential highlights for the 2023 uh, best of episode. So Andrew, start taking notes on going up fast. <laughs> what we want to add to that, you know, you've you've only got fifty two weeks left. Not <laughs> even, put, you know. Well, if I put clips from the twenty twenty two best of in the twenty twenty three, because technically that episode came out in twenty twenty three. Just keep oh, recycling man. the same clips over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and Andrew with the technicalities always. So I figured we would start the new year like we started last year for the podcast. Uh, our first segment was ranked, and uh, we're yeah, going the first to... year of the you know the first month of the year June. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I figured we we'd kind of continue that, uh, that trend, I guess, and uh, bring it back for the new year. Uh, and but this this time instead of theme songs i wanted to uh have us rank our top movies of 2022 um i told the boys to bring five of their top uh that came out in 2022 to clarify because you could watch you know stuff from the 90s i guess in 2022 but we're not gonna let andrew get off on that technicality i guess uh, i don't like being called out like this <laughs> <laughs> that's too bad um but yeah i also had them get together three of their least favorite movies of 2022 um and yeah uh, i'll kick us off and we'll we'll do it the same style as as we did for the theme songs. Uh, we'll save the top one uh, for each of us to share. You know, like a final go around, but we'll lead up to that on its own. Um, so I'll give you five through two, and then we'll save the first one or our top movie of twenty twenty two. And we'll we'll start with the top five. Because everyone likes to hear the bottom or the worst a little bit more than the top. So, you know, got to leave that anticipation. Uh, so my number five on 2022 was the movie Devotion. <clears throat> I know yeah, not a lot of... I haven't seen it. I, saying, I sure haven't heard of that one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was kind of the trend, I guess, for... Uh, people last year uh, with that movie like it didn't get marketed very well it had a pretty limited run uh, it came out the same year as Top Gun uh, and it's oh, you know it's got one of the same actors in it yeah uh, but I saw it on a whim because I was I was kind of just bored uh, one week and I was I 
came up Stellar, to my sister. Stellar, stellar marketing for that episode. Exactly. <laughs> I, was, I was kind of bored, so I saw it on a whim. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, it can't I, be that bad, right? <laughs> I, I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect. I hadn't really seen a full trailer for it yet. I went up to my sister and my dad, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to see this movie. Do you want to come with me? I'm, you know, I just kind of want to get out of the house today uh, and do something. And oh. so we, so we went and we saw that and it was actually really, really good. I remember uh, seeing like maybe two trailers for that movie upon Googling it just now. I do remember seeing at least one trailer for it. It yeah, is ironic feel, uh, that it's I've another heard, plane I've, movie. The best I've heard, the best description I've heard of that movie is I've heard it's, I've heard it's good. I've heard from people that it's good. The best description I've heard of that movie is if it came out next December, I feel like it would have been a hit. Oh, it absolutely but, would have been. It was very poor release timing. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's because Top Gun was pushed back two years. So this was probably filmed at a completely different time. Yeah. Uh, and actually set to sk- like release this year versus Top Gun, which was released this year, but was supposed to come out in like 2020. Uh, but yeah, yeah, this movie was phenomenal uh all things considered because i was not expecting it uh the the action sequences were really really fun to watch uh the character depth and you know like uh, and overall storytelling was really really rich and you really connect with the characters it's overall just a very well-rounded well-written movie and it's based on a true story which adds that extra emotional effect uh, that we don't get too often in the movies nowadays. A lot of times it's big, you know, action thrillers or sci-fi thrillers uh, or adventures, you know, like fantasy adventures. It's most of the time not, you know, based on a true story type of thing as much as it used to be back in like the early 2010s and stuff like that. Uh, so it was it was a good change of pace, and I really enjoyed it. So I had to throw it on the top five because it was very well done. I would 100% go back and watch it again. It was really, really well written, really well directed, and really well shot. Like, I could not tell you if any of those planes were CGI. It looked real, and it felt real, and... Because of that, you feel the emotion behind the pilots. And, it, yeah, it was just great. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but they, you know, they write it in a way where if you don't know the story already, uh, you know, it, it keeps you guessing, even though it's based on a true story. Uh, so it's it's really, really well done. I saw an um, incredible tweet from uh, Jonathan Majors, who's the star of the movie. Yeah. About how he saw, he was he. I think he went to go see Black Panther with either his, uh, I think it was his sister, and they saw all th- like three different trailers with his, of his movies back to back. Yeah, no, wow. he's been in quite a bit. Yeah, it's like it was the, it was the movie. For, it was the trailer for this trailer for Ant Man probably. It was trailer for Ant Man and trailer for Threed. Yeah, Threed. Yeah, I keep forgetting that he's in uh, Creed Three. But yeah, no, he he was fantastic. Uh, undoubtedly the best part of that movie. He, like, because it, maybe because it's not as well known or uh, popular or seen of a movie, 
from this past year. Maybe it'll get nominated for an Oscar, but he was he was incredible. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's about all I'll I'll touch on on that because I I want to leave that for people to actually watch the movie because I I fully recommend it. It was great. Uh, number four for me though is the movie Elvis. Again, fantastic acting, great direction. It is, you know, inspired by a true story. There's less, I guess, that we really know from behind the scenes, but yeah, it's inspired by a true story. Wait, Elvis um, is a real person? <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, but I mean, they've tried to do, do things with Elvis in the past that just haven't, it hasn't worked as well. This was done very, very well. Uh, Elvis didn't die, my... he just went home. Yeah. <laughs> I I did uh, watch this with my whole family and with Claire, and uh, I don't think Claire knew a whole lot about Elvis going into it, but when you know she came out of the movie, she was like, wow, that was really, really interesting, and she really enjoyed it. Uh, my mom I had the is same a... reaction Matthew did. <laughs> yeah. El- Elvis is not a top- topic in the Heike household. Nope. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, he's a huge topic, I guess, in my household because my mom's a huge Elvis fan. Uh, so as soon as that movie came out, my mom was like, we all got to go see it. Uh, she's loved his music, you know, growing up her her whole life. She's loved it. Uh, she was also uh, as a kid, like he was one of the bigger stars because he was like phasing out um, and he died when I think she was re- pretty young. But uh you know, he, he was like that big star, uh, kind of like Michael Jackson, I guess, was for us. Um, yeah, she really... Oh, that's uh, true. I would say for us, I, I don't remember Michael Jackson. <laughs> but he died when we were really young, but like okay. he was, he's oh, still very much a big inspiration on a lot of the music around us, you know? Um, on a weird... On a, no, I have to bring this up. But uh, since you mentioned Michael Jackson and the fact that he died... Uh, I was at my grandma's when I found out that Michael Jackson died. I had no recollection of who Michael Jackson was beyond a girl in my class who I didn't really like, who loved Michael Jackson. And the only thing I could think of when she when it said Michael Jackson, I was like, "Ha! Michael Jackson's dead. That girl's gonna be so sad." <laughs> oh man, yeah. Andrew the cynic as, I'm a as ever. <laughs> I, oh, find man. It, I find it hilarious that you like remember where you were when that happened because I definitely don't. I remember because I remember. I remember hearing the... about it at school. Because every think time I, I did. Because every time I think about Michael Jackson, that's the thing I think about the most. That is, is like seared in my memory. <laughs> is those are the thoughts that I had about, and that's like I'm going to go to school on Monday and practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> because I, like I said, I didn't really like. Her. I thought she was kind of annoying, but I'm hindsight. sure she thought the same of you after. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no doubt about that. Andrew didn't do a whole <laughs> lot to help his own case in her eyes. Nope. Yeah, I was a monster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, overall though, I guess uh, that that movie was really good. Um, it there's not many Tom Hanks movies that are great right now, <laughs> like in this stage of his life. I love the guy. He's a great actor, but a lot of the projects he's done have been just kind of boring uh, or lackluster uh, since, you know, he's gotten old and gray. Uh, like, this isn't Christmas. 
Yeah. <laughs> All the memes that came out of it is is pretty are pretty funny. Uh there's a tweet it was like Austin Butler gave an incredible Oscar worthy point uh performance but it, the entire movie was dragged down by tom hanks running around in a fat suit saying this isn't christmas yeah his <laughs> his accent was crazy uh but he, i mean he wild. did a he did a great job at it uh you could barely tell it's tom hanks sometimes mm-hmm. uh and austin butler again oscar worthy performance he was yeah. phenomenal if he's uh, not a contender for best actor this year he, something's wrong he better be uh because i mean gosh he was he was method ath- acting as you could tell uh if you've watched any of his uh talk show like perform uh, not performances but appearances uh he could like do the different stages of elvis's life with like the different accents and the way he talked uh it's just it was just wow. cool to kind of see the case study of elvis too uh and just see a deep dive um and there was a lot of like really small details that they they really uh, th- that they threw in there for anyone who's a big fan of Elvis, and they made Austin Butler look a lot like Elvis in certain scenes. Uh, in in certain scenes, you really just you're watching him and you're like, wow, that is Elvis. Like with uh, like they at the end they do uh, basically what's a side by side comparison, right? Uh, with uh, Elvis's last performance and Austin Butler, you know, doing something uh, just before that in in the actual end of the movie, um, and I was I was just like, wow, they did a really good job at making him look like Elvis did at the end of his life, uh, and I think the best uh, appearance of Austin Butler as Elvis in that movie is when he's wearing like the the light blue suit that he was known for wearing. Uh, I think it was yeah. like early seventies Elvis and uh, it, they, they nailed it. Uh, I, I remember when that, like that scene came on and I was like, Whoa, I'm, I'm looking at Elvis, but you know, in 2022. So it was really cool to just basically have a, a time capsule of a movie or uh, and again, it was, it was kind of one of those things is based on a true story. Different than what normally gets a lot of the big bucks at the theater. Uh, and I think it was pretty well received uh, and pretty well done. And very stylistic, too, uh, which I enjoyed. But uh, number three for me is Where the Crawdads Sing. I really enjoyed this one. Uh I had no clue about anything about the book uh, or anything, you know, uh, really before the trailer released. And then I saw the trailer and I'm like, okay, this looks pretty interesting. Uh, I couldn't make any sense of the trailers. I'm like, okay, I don't really get what's happening in any of this. He lives in the swamp. that, that, That was part of the appeal to me, I think, is that they didn't spoil everything in the trailer. I do hate when movies do that. Yeah, so I, I went in and I'm like, I have no clue what's going to happen. I'm just here for a really good movie, hopefully. Uh, I have no expectations, you know, and uh, if it's bad, oh well. I have no, I guess, investment other than, you know, just the five bucks I spent on a, on a ticket, because I think I saw it on a Tuesday. Uh, 
and I, I went with Claire, and uh, I remember we were talking after the movie. She was like, I don't know if I really liked some aspects of it. I don't know, really know if I liked it as much as I thought I would. And I was like, wow, I really loved it. And I was, like, talking to her about, like, the different things that I thought were cool. And then, like, a couple months, no, probably five months later, because it was just a couple months ago from now, uh, we saw it was on Netflix. I'm like, hey, look what's on Netflix. And she goes, oh, I might rewatch that. I, it really grew on me. That was a really good movie. Because uh, hmm. she was, she had to write something for her uh, her, like, film studies class. And I suggested she write about that movie because part of the thing she had to write about, because it was a non-linear, she had to write about a non-linear a non story in film. Mm. And uh, they do an approach like that with uh, Where the Crawdads Sing. I wonder and I was how like, many oh. of those papers were about Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, she said, I think that was one that her professor suggested. Uh, oh my gosh, and... Pulp Fiction is a good movie. Yeah, and and a lot of non-linear movies can be done really well if you do them right. Uh, but I suggested that one, and, she, and yeah, again, she was like, oh yeah, that's grown on me. So it was just one of those movies that once it finally sunk in, uh, you know, you just like it more as it ages. Uh, I feel like I like it more than when I first watched it, and I liked it quite a bit when I left the theater, just because I thought it was really intriguing, really well acted, uh, really well written. And I know a lot of people like the book, and I have no clue how close it is to the book. So my perception wasn't really swayed as to whether or not they, you know, as to whether or not they got it really close to the book adaptation wise. Yeah, we don't um, read on this podcast. <laughs> well, I, I have, you know, done that with like the Hunger Games where I go and I watch the movie and I'm like, oh, this was pretty, you know, closely done to that. Uh, but yeah, no, I just didn't. I didn't with this one because I'd never heard of the book before. Uh like, I'm sure my teachers had mentioned it in the past, because it's a pretty popular book. Is it? But yeah, no, it was... Yeah, from what I could tell. Uh, Taylor Swift, I guess, loved it enough to write a song for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Or she got handed was... a big enough check. Yeah, yeah pay... she loved it enough to yeah, get paid. Yeah, she's like, I love it. I love money. <laughs> uh, she loved it enough to get paid. <laughs> uh, she's, getting, she's getting enough money with the ticket sellouts. <laughs> and the people killing each other for tickets, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I believe uh, the main actress, uh, I think her name is Daisy Edgar-Jones. Yeah, Daisy Edgar-Jones. Uh, she did really well in that, too. Um, Wait, what? So the, I guess the trend for my favorite movies of the year was they were really well acted. Uh, so I, I, just, I think it just makes the story more believable, which is how it should be, I guess. Dude, this just shows how bad I am with actresses. I thought Anne Hathaway was the lead based on the previews. <laughs> Yeah, she kind of no, looks. She kind of looks like her. Kind of. Yeah. But since I she's, I googled her just now, small and enough of an. I googled her just now, and yeah, no, that is not the same person. <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely thought Anne actor. Hathaway was the lead. Oh, sorry. No, that's fine. I was just saying I genuinely yeah. thought Anne Hathaway was the lead of that movie this whole time. Yeah. No. Similar look. Yeah. No. I think she's just she's less known of an actor, which made it work better, I guess, or actress. Uh. Because yeah. I only knew her from, like, one thing before this, and I thought she was really good in that, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, 
you know, like I I don't associate her, I guess, with another character or like her yeah, that's celebrity what, that's what happens with a lot of those big actors. Like I I remember someone made a post about Ewan McGregor because he was going to be in the Christopher Robin movie, and everyone was like, every time I see Ewan McGregor, I'm always just like Obi Wan, because <laughs> that's just <laughs> yeah, what exactly. everyone that's just what everyone knows him for. <laughs> yeah, if if Anne Hathaway were the lead actress in this, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. I think it was just. It was one of those things where it's not as big of names, but it's it's written well enough that like you believe the characters and the it's acted well enough that you really believe the characters and it was, it was just really good overall. It's a balancing uh, act that these movie producers constantly have to play with. Okay, how much do we want to put in a big name and how much do we want to try and put someone to like someone that the audience doesn't really know or isn't familiar with but that we think can do a really good job with it. Yeah, there's definitely no, I a think lot that's... that goes into those decisions. <laughs> that's why Tom Hanks movies don't really work as much anymore because he's not as big a name as he used to be, uh, since he's aged up a little bit. Uh, but you know, they'll still release movies that are just out because he's the main actor, like Otto or whatever. That's coming oh, a out. Man, a man called Otto or whatever. It looks so boring. I can't figure out what the plot's supposed to be. <laughs> like a cranky old man who. That's like all of his roles is... now. <laughs> Whose wife is dead. <laughs> oh, so it's gonna, up without balloons. I think he was going to kill yeah. himself. So up without and, balloons. <laughs> yes. And then uh, he like falls in love with his neighbors and he becomes a nice guy. Ah, oh, how quaint. I mean, if it if it gets good reviews, maybe I'll give it a watch. But that was one movie I saw a trailer for and I was like, why would I ever watch this? <laughs> like, it looks... <laughs> so boring yeah uh so i i don't know if people really love it after somehow i'll i'll give it a shot but it's just never really piqued my interest uh and number two we have another plane movie planes plane but planes uh top gun maverick is my number two on the year Uh, i think it was a it was way better than the first one oh my goodness i watched the first one the night before I went and watched the second one. <laughs> and like a lot of people, I thought the second one was far and away better. <laughs> um, First one sucks. It's they, not a good movie. They give you time to feel the emotion that you're supposed to feel in the first one. Like, <laughs> the first one, they rush through things, uh, you know, and, and it's not... You know, they, they, they kind of just let things brush off the shoulder and they're like, all right, you got to do this because the plot says you got to do this, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's cool action and, and whatnot. But the second one, it was like watching it. I'm, I'm connecting with the characters because I'm feeling the emotion behind what they're doing and they're letting you feel the moments that are meant to be emotional. And they let you feel some of the carryover from the last movie. Uh, some of the grief and the pain that the characters go through. Uh, some of the PTSD. Some of, you know, even just like the... You get to see like a different version of the character uh, from like the last movie. Because, you know, they just... They acted like they were going to set up a sequel immediately. But it's been 20 years and... You know, they they add some reality, I guess, to what those characters ended up doing and uh, who they ended up becoming. And uh, I I enjoyed it because of that. Uh, Yeah, I think Tom Cruise did great. Um, It's not one of those movies where I'm like, 
okay, yeah, they could win an Oscar, but I think it was the action was top tier. Really, really uh, just makes you feel immersed in that experience, at least watching it in a movie theater. You feel those the power of those uh those jets and those planes uh and it, it's super fun to watch um and i think miles teller was really good in it uh i've seen him in some roles where i'm like yeah i hate your character dude <laughs> and, <laughs> and then this one i was like okay yeah you're you're a solid actor i respect you uh, he's just had some really crap roles, unfortunately, before. <laughs> like he he was in the Fantastic Four movies, uh, not movies, but movie the uh, really bad one that came out in like two thousand Fantastic. Yeah, like, Fantastic. Was it two thousand fifteen or two thousand fourteen? But yeah, something like that. He was Mister Fantastic, and oh, he was <laughs> he was not given a good role there. Uh, mm -hmm. He's also in the Divergent movies, and I didn't love him in that. But in this, I was like, wow, dude, you're great. Like, I, I, I can respect your acting chops now, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you, you've proved yourself to me. Up until, up uh, until so. now, your acting career was worthless because Dawson didn't approve. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, he was just someone that was never really on the good side of my radar. radar. I was just Raider. like, eh, he's... <laughs> Raider. Uh, he was just always kind of, eh, to me, uh, yeah. based on the roles I'd seen him in before that. And then this was like, okay, well, what else is he in? Because now I got to see the good stuff. Because he's he's actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun to watch. Uh, overall, great movie. Hence, it made number two. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it might have made one of your guys' lists. But let's go ahead and I'll pass the baton over to Andrew. Catch. Okay, I'm gonna have to do some brain power on this one because I wrote down the move my favorite movies of the year, and then I didn't reorder them. I just put a number next to them. So I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta do my best to use my brain power on this one. Uh, so for my for my fifth favorite movie of the year is one Dawson talked about Elvis. Elvis, mm. uh, Baz Luhrmann's Elvis, as it's sometimes called, uh, is an incredible uh, piece of art. Not just because of the story, but with the editing and stylized stylized choices mm -hmm. of the editing, camera work, audio engineering, the whole nine yards of everything that they do in this movie is insane. And there was um uh there's the people that I know that they said that they hated it and they didn't like it at all. And my mom was like so confused because my mom loved it and she was like, Why could they hate it? I was like, I totally understand because the way that Baz Luhrmann's directing and just like editing and everything he does with his movies are so insane. It's easy to understand why people would hate this movie, and mm -hmm. like because it's it's very like like strange and it's in a lot your of strange face. editing cho choices at the time. And in all honesty, it's not even an Elvis movie. It's not really an Elvis movie. The movie is about uh, Colonel uh, crap. What's his name? Sanders. Sanders. No. <laughs> yeah, yes, I know. That's funny. what I always want to say. Elvis. He always just calls him the Colonel. I, say, I thought he was just the Colonel. <laughs> no, he has a name. He's got a name, name though, yeah. Colonel uh, Tom Hanks. Colonel Tom Parker. Oh, close enough. Yeah, close. oh yeah, I thought that yeah. was funny. That so the movie is basically his, about his him <laughs> and his... The way... And how he put together... He basically put together the all the dominoes that would end... end of, evident, eventually 
knock against each other and fall down to end up in his uh, early death at 42. And it's a very emotional ride of a film, and it's an incredible piece of art that I highly suggest you check out. Even if you don't care about Elvis, just watch it for just... Like, the first scene that where Elvis sings, they do an incredible, just, like, whiny guitar that it's like an electric guitar that is not what he's doing, but it's just, like, it's not what, like, the performance is. It's not, like, these cheesy... Because, like... Every movie after uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, every uh, art, every uh, musician biopic is basically a joke now because that movie, Dewey Cox, Walk Hard, he they made fun of every mu- music trope of every music uh, movie, and every one after that is a joke. And this one just does it so differently. Sure, there's the rest of the uh, music biopic tropes that you see in every music biopic about incredible artists, but Baz Luhrmann does it in just a different way that it's really incredible. Some of the stuff that does, that goes on in this. Agreed. And so, uh, to go on to number four, a movie that was not in a, in not anyone else's list, but, uh, and not in Dawson's (laughs) list. It's not in yours, Matt. You can't have it in yours. Once he says it, you cannot, (laughs) I'll I'll write it out. Uh, uh, the Batman, the mm. uh, this new reboot of the Batman, the oh my gosh, what is this now? The let's see, Keaton. Like the fifth I was gonna say this is, it's a large number. I know that it's Keaton, it's Keaton, Keaton Kilmer, Clooney, Clooney, Kilmer, uh, Affleck. Bale, Affleck. So this is Batman so number six. six. Yeah, this is number Batman number six, and oh my gosh, does uh, crap, Rob Bat, <laughs> Bat and Bat. Yes, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Thank you to our 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 friends, our heroes <laughs> over at the Weekly Planet podcast for that incredible uh, nickname. Uh, Robert Pattinson does an incredible job at being Batman and being emo, uh, gross Bruce Wayne, and then uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler is just another incredible. And Zoe Kravitz, uh, my. Uh, love of my life, Zoe Kravitz. Gosh, these guys, man. These guys know every time I go I go to a different comic book movie, I come up with a different love of my life. So, I'm waiting I'm waiting for us to go and see Ant-Man and you to come out of it uh, with uh, in love with Hope Van Dyme's actress. I can't remember her name. I don't know. Her haircut's kind of weird. I remember I remember it was <laughs> Val- I remember now, it was uh, once we see the movie, you're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm love stricken." I remember it was Valkyrie yeah. after uh, we watched Ragnarok. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> going yeah. to Thompson. Woo. Oh, she'll she'll be in Creed three. So I know. okay. So uh, yeah, <laughs> to move on from that. Okay. Andrew's Everyone... like, I regret life. I regret this so much. Every... Hey, I open my mouth, and we never know what's going to come out. Uh, Accurate. So uh, yeah. So everyone in that movie is incredible, and we actually get to see at the end of the movie. This isn't a spoiler, but. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you have, if you're gonna complain about spoilers, then why haven't you seen it? The movie's been out since April or March. One of those. It's on two. HBO Max. Yeah. Or don't buy HBO Max and just watch it anyways. You know, <laughs> live the life of the high seas. I'm not advocating for piracy. If anyone's li- listening, I'm not advocating. I'm just telling you to do it. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's an incredible <laughs> movie. And you get to see Batman be a hero for once. After this after the past like decade of depressing Snyderverse nonsense where it's like everyone has to be sad all the time. We finally get to see Batman be a hero and be recognized as a hero of Gotham. And so it's super cool and super fun to see. So uh let's look. Uh number three on my list is the Northman, which is this insane acid trip vice oh, I'm gonna say acid trip, that's not fair. There's are some acid trippy scenes in the Northman, but it's this insane Viking story that's basically if you watch the movie, you'll be like, oh, this is just the plot of Macbeth. But <laughs> if you look into I looked into it, the story of Macbeth is actually based off of this Viking tale, which is this movie is based on. So it's, it seems similar. But this movie is just from the start to finish. It's just insane. It's a crazy movie. Um, Alexander Skarsgård does an incredible job of just being he's uh, he's a I'll give you the basic premise of it is this guy. This kid who was a Viking prince. He's basically the prince of the Viking clan. His father was uh, murdered by his brother and then kidnapped his mother uh, and then made him his his mom, his wife. And so he uh, escapes from being killed by in this uh, coup of sorts. And then uh, he swears revenge and uh, swears he's going to come back and uh, save his mother and kill his uh, uncle and avenge his father. And you so, forgot about the part where he trained the dragon, though. Yes. Uh, yeah, and there's a dra- whole dragon <laughs> scene, and he loses a leg. And, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and so it's just this incredible performance. It's It weirdly makes you want to go visit, like, Norway or any of the other Norse countries where this film was probably hmm. made. Because it's, like, it's just, like, it's just great. It's fantastic. Everybody in the movie is incredible. It's an intense movie, and... It's just, it's mind blowing and incredible, and I can't speak highly enough of, and enough of it. But it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite movie. Of the, it's a favorite of mine, but there's been other movies to uh, come out since that have been uh, uh, higher above that. To explain why this isn't on my top slot. Uh, so that was number three. So number two is Avatar Two. So Avatar, mm, the way of the water. There's too much. I had a water. feeling this one would end up in your top. Yeah, Avatar. They can drown now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Avatar. It, we're you know swimming with a bunch of whales now. Yeah, but uh, here I want to <laughs> see if I can find if I can find it. Avatar two. They swim now. Yes, they swim now. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, uh, see if it's lost. See if it's lost or not. Uh, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> like I copied, I copied the text from my original review of the movie that I post on my Snapchat. Uh, uh, um, but yeah, yeah I this... screenshot all of those. I could pull them up. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna be like, you do? Why? <laughs> you would be so honored. I feel like you'd be. I, I would. So I'd be confused because I don't even save them. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, when I first heard about James Cameron planning on doing six Avatar films, I was like, "That's ridiculous. That's stupid." And then when I first heard about Avatar two coming out this year, it's like more like Avatar two late. Am I right, fellas? But after seeing <laughs> that movie, it's just like, wow. That movie was a technical, uh, 
marvel like it's you really see where uh filmmaking and cgi is gonna go in the next in the next decade because if you look at what um what the original avatar did technological wise it basically set up what movies and video games and cgi based uh films and scenes were going to be made for or what they were going to use for the next 10 years and they've been using it ever since so the techniques that were developed and designed and perfected on the use of the original avatar and you can definitely see in this in, in avatar 2 that this is in this is how filmmaking this is the way filmmaking is going to go into the future and how much better cgr and how incredible it's going to be if you give your CGI houses time to do the work. There's ironically, ironically, Marvel and Avatar Two are made by the same people. I know. So mm. it's it's a lesson that if you give your people time, they will turn out good stuff. So give people time and stop rushing them to do everything. Disney. <laughs> if you hear about it, like seriously, if you hear about some of the stories that come out of these uh, production houses that. The way these guys have to do these CGRs, it's really like just depressing and stupid. But yeah, so it's just this incredible marvel of a film. Haha. Uh, uh. <laughs> that it's, and it's like, it's sci fi and oh, there's like an opening, it's not the entire movie, but like the first, like, I don't know, it's a three hour movie, so the first half hour is a decent chunk. There's a lot of sci fi stuff going on, and that just gets me. I- hype i love i like the sci-fi chunk of the i love yeah i love sci-fi so much and i went and saw it a second time a three-hour movie thing in a second time is a big deal so and i enjoyed it just as much i thought it was just as great nice so those are those are my <clears throat> top four and uh i'll pass the baton back to dawson no matthew oh dang it all right, my number five is no. <laughs> Time to go back through them. Now, what's your number five, Matt? Okay, I feel the need before I begin. For speed. I feel for speed, and also to say that I did not see a lot of movies this year. So what, Matt? I'm not seeing what a shocker. I have seen a good amount of movies, but I have, have not you seen, seen five. I've seen more than five. There you go. But so, <laughs> so, instead of the top five movies Matthew has seen, this is the five movies Matthew has seen so, this year. Because <laughs> I tried to follow I tried to follow Dawson's um criteria with the bottom three top five as best as I could. But as a result, and you'll see as I go through this, I didn't necessarily love like my five and I didn't necessarily like hate my top of the bottom three. It's just kind of how they fell when I ranked them. And you'll see what that is when I say that my number five movie is Black Adam. Because, oh <laughs> yeah, it was not a great movie, but overall it was a pretty fun movie. And I think most of the characters I enjoyed. I liked. I thought The Rock did a good job as Black Adam. We talked on this podcast how the kid was just the worst just the worst. I've never wanted ever. a kid to get killed more in a movie. He was he was <laughs> he was awful. And then you had the Oh no, I'm gonna forget the Justice Society, is that what they were called? Yes. Yeah. The Justice Society. I thought all those characters were cool in their own way. Um I think uh Doctor Fate was probably my favorite. Pierce Brosnan, I think, is the actor's name. He killed that role. He was amazing. He was great. He was so good. 
I thought um, Hawkman was pretty good too. He wasn't he wasn't as good, but he was another good casting. And then I thought what like was kind of interesting was they left the two like younger members kind of on the sidelines for some of the action scenes, and it kind of made sense in the plot of that movie considering they had all pretty much just met. And, like, they didn't want to thrust them into something until they determined, like, they kind of needed them. So I felt like we got, like, just enough of those two without, like, getting too much of them. Because neither of them interested me too much, per se. But overall, I thought the movie was fun. You know, it wasn't a great movie by any stretch, but there was a there were some cool action scenes. The I thought a good a good portion of the comedy landed, which was nice given some of the other movies I've watched this year. Um, but that was number five. Again, not because it was great, but because of the movies I saw, it was the one I liked the fifth <laughs> most, basically. Um, coming in at number four is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I actually love... Oh, yeah. This is a huge jump because I loved Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I thought it was really, really good. Jim Carrey as Dr. Eggman is, like, one of the best castings in the history of cinema. He is so perfect for that role in every way and then i thought that getting the um get like kind of retaining a voice actress that already did the voice of tails was huge because that that tails has a pretty distinct voice and even though tails has had a couple different uh people do his voice um i thought retaining someone that's done it already was a really nice land and then the guy who did who did Sonic obviously was in the first one. He did a good job too. But I thought Idris Elba as Knuckles was also awesome. He did a, he did a really good job. His character was basically a mix of like Thor and Drax from the MCU, where he talked like all proper and high and mighty, like a you know at like a higher up in his Echidna society. But then he also had like a certain level of idiocy to him because he just didn't know a lot of. He was just kind of dumb. And also, there was the unfamiliarity with, like, how things worked on Earth and stuff like that. But I thought Aegis Elba did a really good job in that. So that was that comes in at number four for me. And again, big jump from number five, for sure. Because, <laughs> like, I'm curious I'm, what movies you hated now. Yeah, right. <laughs> again, it's not... <laughs> one of them, at least, I didn't... One of my bottom three, and you'll see when we get to it. I didn't necessarily hate it. It's just kind of where it happened to fall. Um... <laughs> Coming in at number three... You only saw eight movies all year. <laughs> exactly. Coming in at number three is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And again, another great movie. I thought... That was really good. I didn't... After the first Black Panther movie, I didn't love Shuri as a character. I thought she was kind of just okay. This movie did a lot to develop her, and I thought she was a lot better. Um, I don't I don't know the actress's name, but the, the woman who plays the mother, she did an amazing job, too. Angela Bassett, maybe? Is that right? Uh, Probably something like so. that. It's I'm something unfamiliar like with her her name specifically. I so think I think it's right. Angela Bassett. Yeah, she was she was amazing. There were a lot of scenes where she pretty much stole the show. Yes, Angela uh, Bassett. That is their name. Okay, cool. So I thought she was great as well. Um, I didn't Movie's love. So sad. I know it it's is. a really sad movie. The the tone stays consistent, and I appreciated it after mm-hmm. the MCU stuff that came before it. Yeah, I loved that movie and thought it was incredible. But it just, it was like my number six pick. Yeah, it was yeah, on yeah, the yeah. cusp for me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can like, totally get that. 
Like that movie's incredible and amazing, and I didn't care for the like this. This is my list, but that movie's incredible <laughs> and amazing, and I didn't care extremely well for the first one. And that one was just, and the second one was just, oh my gosh, it was so incredible. It was loved yeah. it all. I thought Namor was a good villain too, despite not being a very familiar one to me. I wasn't super familiar with his character because I don't really read comics and such, but I thought the guy they casted for him did a really good job too. They made um, his character not, interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not as much of a villain in the comics as he is in this. So. Oh, really? <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. It's I, like an anti-hero type of deal. Uh, okay. Which I guess he was kind of like that in this, but a little it bit, made him more yeah. villainous, I think. Yeah. Um, I I thought Ironheart was fine. I didn't really have a lot of feelings about go, it. Go, go, Power Rangers. Yeah, the suit's pretty awful, especially <laughs> when you... There's that, there's that video that went... That's kind of on viral <laughs> where they compare it to Iron Man from 2008, and it's like, oh boy, it's just so much the less funny like. Thing it's, is, it's not Iron Man. It's not right. Iron Man. But it I just looks. Too, that it it looks like too clean. I don't know. It's yeah. fine. Like well, I said, I didn't. But yeah, it. it's Wakandan technology. What do you expect? Yeah, What's I know, funny I know. is, I well, well, she's not gonna have the suit back either because like they're making an Iron Heart show, but they took the suit back, so she's got to make her own stuff now. So they'll probably mm. fix that. And, and, you know, the, now that they've got all their criticism. But I, I remember, like, this was a couple weeks before the meme came around. <laughs> I saw a toy in the store. Uh, I think it was Meyer, And it was Ironheart. And I was like, I thought it was a Power Ranger. I'm like, oh, look, a Power <laughs> Ranger toy. And I was like, wait, this is Ironheart from Marvel. <laughs> I want to talk about Power Ranger suits. Those two suits that, uh, what's, oh, crap. I forget everybody's names in this movie. Uh crap oh the suits that um okoye and them were wearing okoye oh my gosh it was on the tip of my tongue yeah (laughs) okoye and the other and the new girl wear those were like i thought those were like straight out power rangers those ones they kind of they kind of looked it for sure yeah but i always say i've said about this when it comes to the criticism of the suits if we had gotten basically just another like it was just iron man but like like it was just different, but I, it was Iron Man, but just slightly different. Everyone would just Everyone complain, like, "Oh, you're oh, just yeah. thinking that's it's just you're just Iron Man again. You're just trying to replace Iron Man. You're so go woke up broke, dude. Changing Iron Man to a girl. It's like, I mean, shut they, up. I mean, it already kind of is like going to be like. There's already enough similarities to the Iron Man, you know, superpowers and such that like it's that's kind what of, her character is the in the comics though too. She's I, I believe she's from the Ultimate Comics, right, Andrew? Or she was like, uh, I think different... she's, I don't know, she's not ultimate. She's just, she's just regular line. But it she came copied. probably she's after super that. smart. Yeah, she yeah. came after the ultimate comics, but she's like, su- she's just super smart and could copy. She's like, she's like Tony's protege. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That scene yeah, I think where... in some instances he actually does like team up with her and like work mm-hmm. with her and show mm-hmm. her the ropes. That scene where Okoye and Shuri go into her apartment, though, or her dorm room, that was way too similar to the introductory scene to Spider-Man in Civil War. I'm like, this is this is the same scene, just with different characters. It played <laughs> yep. it played out like almost the exact same way, and that the fact that that stood out to me tells tells me how similar it actually was. Because <laughs> I'm watching, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a lot like that Spider-Man scene. And then I'm like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, it pretty much is the Spider-Man scene. <laughs> like, I understand <laughs> yep. there's only so many ways you can. Do, you can have them meet each other and such, given the situations and the plot of the movie, but it was very similar. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Black Panther comes in at number three. And then coming in at number two is Michigan versus Ohio State 2022. 
Because <laughs> I didn't because I didn't watch an eighth movie. So that's <laughs> that's number two. I was I I, I you. Uh, dear listeners don't know this, but I was I planned to watch Top Gun Maverick per these fellows request. And um, I did not have enough time between work and recording time to do so. It turns out I planned to, but the way my evening went, I didn't have the time. So I didn't end up watching it. So coming in at number two is Michigan beating Ohio State at their place by 20 something points. I was gonna make Long. a joke about you doing something like this. I didn't think you actually would. I only had Long. to. I only had to because I only saw seven movies. <laughs> and you How did this with the last the... ranked instead of a theme song. You were like the Fox theme or something. That is a theme song. The... I stand by that. I understand fully that this is just a placeholder. That that is a theme song. I'll stand by that one. I'll defend that to my grave. <laughs> Next time the, it's gonna uh, be like, what's what's your top five favorite foods? And Matt's gonna say maize, maize, corn, <laughs> go blue. <laughs> Find some way what? to shoehorn it in. How long was the game? How long was the game? Like three and a half. Longer hours. than a movie. Yeah. Three and a Hey, that uh oh Avatar two was three hours and twelve minutes, so it's fair enough. <laughs> I thought it would qualify. I thought it would be closer than saying like, "Oh, this entire TV show that I watched, which is fifteen hours." <laughs> like, it was more poetic than some of the movies that came out last year, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. So that's my 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 um, number two with a big asterisk next to it. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so now we're into the into the top one for each of us. Uh, which I guess I'll throw in a couple honorable mentions. Uh, at least crazy. For me. I have an honorable mention. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say like Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. That deserves an honorable mention. I feel like uh, they did a really well job, especially especially for losing Chadwick. Uh, they did really well, and you could tell that it was surreal and emotional for the actors and the actresses who actually lost him in real life too. It was so sad. Uh, yeah, and everyone in the audience that you could feel it like uh i heard when we saw it i heard people go oh man like you it's know, like it a, just, it's like, like a reminder it was that gut it wrenching yeah I saw... and i think they they did great for you know the circumstance and they i didn't think that keeping him dead in the MCU was necessarily the best move because he said, mm -hmm. keep Black Panther alive, you know, like just, you know, do what you need to do. Uh, like they got permission from him, but I think the way they honored him and the way they did it, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I saw the movie with that, like, I, guess. I saw the movie with, I think there were like, I think I was the only, like, there was, it was an empty theater because it was like a Monday morning. Mm. And, uh, it was empty. It was like two other people. There was like an el two elderly couples, and I think like a younger couple that were together. I think the two elderly elderly women were both crying when, during like that opening scene. His <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. I was I getting emotional, man. It was like, I was like, dang, man. Like it was hitting me. I was like, yeah, this is sad. But there was a scene. There, one issue I have with the funeral is there's a scene where where um the queen Angela Bassett she sees a picture a painting. Of uh, Chadwick, uh, uh, T'Challa on the wall as she's walking, but then when they cut to the wide shot, that scene is facing the opposite direction. Like that uh, painting is facing the opposite direction, so she would have had to have been completely 
turned around a full 360 walking backwards to see that painting <laughs> the way that they were walking. <laughs> they should have just edited it so their head turned like an owl to face literally 180 well, degrees. The way that they had it, it, obviously they want they wanted it in this big wide shot with all the people in white dancing and stuff. They wanted his picture to be in the back. Right. But the way they set it up was like, it looked like she it was facing the opposite direction, the way that they were coming from, so she could huh. see it while they were walking. But it just looked like, oh, she had just, it's like, that's there's no way she could have seen that. What a, you can't what be a like, detail, oh, well, what a detail to notice. I had I didn't notice that at all. Because I was like, oh, wait, that's facing the opposite direction. How could she have seen that? And it like, kind of took me out for a second. Because <laughs> you can't be like, oh, and I could hear people be like, oh, well, maybe it's another painting. But it's not. It's the same two. There's two guys that are like drumming on a drum next to it. And those are the same two guys in the wide shot. Mm, so it's like okay. it's the I was same about painting. to I was about to say maybe they just have two paintings, but no, that would that would uh, unless they have two sets of twins do, wearing the exact same clothes. <laughs> That's exactly what they on did. The exact same drums during this funeral. <laughs> then uh, someone yeah. messed up. Ryan Coogler, I'm calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, my I guess two other honorable honorable mentions before I honorable mentions reveal my top one. Yeah, I watch a lot of movies. Uh, I watch movies. <laughs> I watch movies. <laughs> uh, apparently, Matt though. No, you on the don't, other hand, Matthew. I watch some. I watch some movies. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> um. So I, I would like to just honorably mention, I guess, uh, the movie Sea Beasts. It came out on Netflix. I gave it a shot, and I was really, really. Oh, uh... I did see. Okay, I, I, didn't see I saw it. that poster saw for on the website that you good. sent us. I'm like, what on I, earth I is watched this? A tr- yeah, I watched a trailer for it, and I was like, okay, I'll give this a shot, just on a whim. And I was like, wow, this was good, and I wasn't expecting it. Uh, it very much reminded me a little bit of uh, uh, How to Train Your Dragon uh, in mm. premise, but they did, a, they did a really good job. It was a very, very well done uh, kids animated movie. Uh, really cool world building and stuff, too. Uh, I hope it gets a sequel, but it's on Netflix, so probably not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it did and, look really good when I saw it, in, especially for a Netflix movie. That's why I figured I'd give it an honorable mention, because I, I would recommend it. Uh, and I have recommended it, actually, to people. Um, hmm. And then, also, Sonic 2, I think, was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really solid, uh, and I almost forgot that it came out last year uh, until I was just kind of looking at a list of movies that came out last year, and I was like, oh yeah, that was that was really good, I enjoyed that. Might be Jim Carrey's last movie, supposedly, so mm-hmm. uh, glad he could end on a high note. Great way to go out on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Playing Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was one of the bigger movies of the year, I guess, so. It was really uh, good. But number one for me is The Batman. I, I'm glad you touched on the fact that if you watch a three hour movie multiple times in theaters, it has to, you know, it says a lot, Andrew, because I saw it three times in theaters, <laughs> uh, and I enjoyed it all three times. It was so good. It was the best version of Batman I've ever seen, uh, live action, um, and otherwise really, uh, I really thought it was a great adaptation of batman from the comics as like a detective Mm -hmm. uh i don't need a ton of bruce wayne right away batman or bruce is a very you know he's a very messed up person and they showed that and they 
depicted that well, <clears throat> especially early on in his time as Batman. And uh, I like what you said. You know, we get to see him as a hero, but I loved the combo of just, you know, seeing him do detective work uh, and, you know, work with other people and, uh, you know, like just see Batman for 90% of the movie and then see Bruce occasionally and see that Bruce is struggling with his, you know, basically multiple personality uh, life, you know, and struggling to actually live life as Bruce Wayne. And you could tell that at the end of the movie that they were leaning towards, you know, like with the sequels, if they make them, uh, they were leaning towards, you know, developing Bruce as actual, as per, his Bruce Wayne persona. Because at this point in his life, he's Batman. That is his identity. Uh, he doesn't identify really as Bruce Wayne at that point. Because uh, he doesn't think he can do any good with it. But by the end of the movie, and I think that there's one sequence in the movie that tells this perfectly. Uh, because, you know, he keeps trying to break into the same club three different times throughout the movie. The first time, he tries to break in as Batman. He just goes up to the door and he fights his way in. The second time he goes in, he goes up as Bruce Wayne and he's like, Hey, let me talk to your boss. And they're like, Whoa, you're Bruce Wayne. Of course, you know. So he gets in that way. The third time, he uses a combination of both. He uses his intellect and, uh, uh, you know, all of his skills as Batman and, like, what he's learned as, you know, Bruce Wayne and his family and, you know, for all, all the things he's gathered from that. He uses those in combination for the third time he t tries to break into that, signifying that he's now merged the two personalities uh, he knows how to use them both uh, to help his city. And Gotham in this movie is done so well because I, I remember, uh, you know, leaving the movie. I, and might I add, Claire wanted to see this movie a second time. She does not like watching movies multiple times. <laughs> uh, and it's a three-hour movie. She thought it was great, though. And we ended up seeing it twice. Uh, and then the third time I saw it actually with you, Matt. Um, mm -hmm. But Gotham is done so well in this that it feels like Gotham. It doesn't feel like Chicago or Detroit. It feels like you know, a fictional city that still feels real. It feels uh, gross. It feels gross. <laughs> it feels dirty. It feels like Gotham should. Gotham it feels sucks. like Gotham. <laughs> and I remember uh, after the movie, Claire was like. Why would anyone live there? That's horrible. <laughs> like, that's kind know, of if the you idea. had the chance to leave, then well, why Claire, wouldn't let me you? tell you about income inequality. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like she was referring to like the rich people, like the politicians. You know, like all, like, like why would anyone choose to live life there? Like, she's like, I get Bruce Wayne, but you know, uh, and I'm like, yeah, that's the point of Gotham is it's so messed up. But then the people who stay are the who can afford to leave are the ones that are trying to fix it. And they depicted that very well. And she's like, yeah, she's like, it's, you know, it's worse than Detroit. You know, <laughs> it seemed worse <laughs> than Detroit. And they depicted that well, if, you know, she, she was able to take that away. And I was like, yeah, I totally agree with you. And, and they built a, uh, a city that almost has a personality. And that's how Gotham is in the comics. It, like and Batman the personality is, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Batman almost refers to Gotham as a person a lot of times. So, 
And uh, yeah, no, I think they did a phenomenal job at that. Uh, yeah, that is my numero uno. But yeah, it was on someone else's list, Andrew. Well, I said not yet. Did I say that? Oh, I said yeah, not yeah. yet. Oh. <laughs> it hadn't been at the at that time. It hadn't been on someone else's list. So I was yeah. the first to talk about it. So yeah. suck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're up next, Andrew. All right. So I have two honorable mentions. One of the honorable mentions I haven't seen. What? But I'm <laughs> Great say, honorable mention. I'm gonna give I, it I've never seen mention. I haven't seen. I'm going to say uh, my first honorable mention is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, uh, gosh. Apparently, <laughs> that movie is incredible. Really? I've I've heard nothing really? but in like that, that, that movie is incredible. First of all, just seeing the trailer, the art style is insane. Art it's is like different. It's like it's sort of it's, it's sort of like the Into the Spider-Verse art style. And mm. but apparently and I've seen a couple scenes from it on like TikTok and stuff. And yeah. it's. It's great. It's like it, it, the scenes are really cool and really interesting, and I really want. I was gonna. I wanted to see it today, but I just. Didn't. I saw that that was one of two movies that me and my family could see for Christmas, uh, and I was talking to my family about it. I'm like, do, do any of us want to see Puss in Boots? And all of us were like, no, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just did, it didn't look good. But that's interesting to hear that it was good. Uh, according to a lot of people, maybe I'll give that it's a, a shot. 96, it's a ninety-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa! Wow! That it's is a, that. I was 96, not expecting that. It's a ninety-six percent from uh, uh, what do you call it? From critics, IMDb? and a, ni- a ninety-three or, percent, oh, a ninety-three percent audience score from two hundred and fi- two, tw- twenty-five hundred plus reviews. That's Yeesh. crazy. Maybe I so, will give that a shot then. Maybe on a yeah. Tuesday when I'm bored. <laughs> but like, even the art style was like took me aback when I first saw it because I was like, "Oh, Puss in that's Boots, what kind of they're drew still me back trying to first. milk this this Shrek universe." Like, come on, because yeah. I saw I, I had saw another idea Puss already in Boots movie, and it sucked. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's like, what I was remembering. I was like, yeah. "Well, the first one was okay, but." I don't think yeah. it warranted. But yeah, the, the art one. style is supposed to be really. It looks really incredible, and like I, I kind of want to see it. But the posters had... don't do it justice, then, because I saw yeah. the posters and I was like, that does not look like a step yeah. up in animation. You have to watch the trailer. <laughs> the trailer really sells the animation. It is very stylistic, for sure. Yeah. Okay. And so my second honorable mention, and this movie I have seen, so don't worry. Okay. Uh, my second honorable mention is uh, Guillermo del Toro's. Pinocchio. Oh yeah. Which came out on Netflix. I've heard that it's was movies. way better than the actual Pinocchio movie oh, made yeah. by Disney. Was, <laughs> I I have not seen Disney's Pinocchio, but I've heard it's terrible. And this movie is great. First of all, the animation style is incredible. Uh Ewan McGregor as uh J- Jiminy yes, Cricket. Yes, I did see the Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. He's the uh he's He's, he's like, like the narrator, narrator, right? Yeah, and yeah. he's he's so good. I love him so much. I did ha- I do have that on my list uh on Netflix. So Yes, it's it's really good. Uh what's this? uh David Bradley as uh Geppetto is just incredible. The animation style, it's a stop mo it's like a stop motion animation style. Uh, Bring it back, it's incre- man. Uh is the kid who plays Pinocchio, Gregory Mann, he's incredible. It's not a kids movie by any means not by any means. <laughs> oh, i would really? say by any means that's not true 
it's like you would th- you think Pinocchio and you think ah children's movie but there is a movie there is a moment in the movie where Pinocchio gets drafted into the Italian army in World War II what? so there and there's also I will this is not a spoil this is sign of a spoiler but there is also a moment where Pinocchio gets shot in the head oh so <laughs> I know that sounds I know that sounds really dark and disturbing out of context but once you see the movie it's still pretty dark, but it's not disturbing, and it's a fantastic movie. Incredible animation. And it's I, still PG. It's it's not it's not like it's not like blood or guts or anything. Yeah. And you don't even you don't see <laughs> Pinocchio get like shot in the head in like slow motion. It's like he get he gets shot. It cuts the black. There's a whole like subplot of Pinocchio dying that I don't really want to spoil for anybody. It's, but it's I didn't see it coming. But it's an incredible movie. Uh, Tilda Swinton has a very small role, but I love her and she's incredible and she just does. She's just for it's incredible. Everyone in this movie is incredible. Uh, yeah. So, what the heck? That's not true, is it? What? I pretend, there was. A, I was just looking at to see what, what the names of the cast were, and uh, it said that Kate Blanchett plays the monkey. What? I don't think that's right, but I want to look this look at this real quick just to there's make sure. There's a monkey sure. in the movie? Yeah, there's a monkey. I don't know enough uh, about the story of Pinocchio. Either yeah. I haven't seen the original Pinocchio in a long time. I saw a play I once. That's yeah, it. she she is. She is the monkey. That's crazy. All right, time to Google who Kate Blanchett is. She Same. played Hell Hella in uh Oh, Thor yeah. Ragnarok. Okay, yep. I know who that is. <laughs> Batatura is an Italian monkey, and huh. apparently she plays a monkey. So that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's super fun. It's super funny. I mean, I would say kids can watch it, but I don't think kids would enjoy it as much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would yeah. highly recommend it. It's incredible. Uh, but moving on to my top pick of the year is uh, Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick. Mm. I had a feeling uh, this would be your number one since it wasn't one of your no- other four. <laughs> uh, Top Gun Maverick is an incredible sequel that has taken forever to come out. And the en- entire cast incredible. Miles Teller, John Hamm, uh I always Tom forget Cruise, John Hamm is in it, but he uh, was great in it. Glenn Powell, uh, everyone else in the movie is just incredible. Generation 5 fighters. Uh, they they do an incredible job of just like making you feel like you're in the cockpit, They're making you feel like you're in. And the mm-hmm. sound design for this movie is just incredible. Oh, yeah. I when I went and saw this in the theaters, there was a woman, a p- old woman sitting sitting down the row in neck in down the <laughs> row from me, and the poor woman during these insane scenes with these loud jet engine where it had to pluck her ears because it was so loud. <laughs> I just I just kept looking at her every now and then just seeing her plug her ears with like poor lady. But yeah, it's an incredible film. I highly recommend it. It's it's made a billion dollars and well deserves it. It's just an incredible movie and I highly recommend it. Can't say enough about it. Generation nice. Five Fighters. Cool. Uh, what's your top? Is it another Michigan game? No, that would be if they won the Natty, <laughs> which they didn't. Yeah. Which actually, as which of right, is currently playing, right? It is currently playing, and it is currently not close. It is thirty-eight-seven at the half. Georgia's winning, so 
Thanks for coming, oh, TCU. <laughs> yeah, back to back, first first time in ever, right? No, first time in the college football playoff era since they did the four team playoff. It's the first okay, time yeah, it's happened. I knew it was something like crazy like that. Yeah, okay. I yeah, that's I, cool. I have to assume there have been back to back champions <clears throat> before, even though I can't name them off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, not a close game. But yeah, if Michigan was in the game right now, that would be in contention for number one. But my number one movie for the year is also the Batman. Um, mm. I, it was incredible. I only I was late to the Batman, uh, like the Dark Knight <laughs> series. I had watched Batman Begins um, a good few years after it came out. And then I only saw The Dark Knight for the first time like a couple years ago. So I'm I was late to the Batman party. But you still haven't seen The Dark Knight Rises, have you? Nope. Still haven't. You you don't have to, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that from a good few people as well. Um but yeah, no, so I was a little late to the Batman thing in general, but when this movie came out, the trailers hooked me instantly. I'm like, ooh, this looks like it could be a very cool, like, if it looks like they're really going to try and set, like, an atmosphere to this movie and to, like you were talking about, Dawson, not to reiterate all your points, but, like, at, like establishing Gotham as a city and really making you feel like everything there is about Gotham, which is, as Andrew said, that it sucks. And... <laughs> Just in general, seeing, you know, Bruce Wayne in the early phases of his um, Batman era, I guess, just not like still dealing with a lot of the emotions of it and seeming seeming like unbalanced at times as well. But he did such Mm -hmm. a good job and there were so many other great performances in it as well. Um, there were a couple moments, there were a couple scenes that maybe I would have done differently if I were in charge, but like overall I was enthralled the whole way through and it was absolutely yeah. amazing. I loved it. It's good to see DC have a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good win for them for sure. Yeah. Now the issue uh, is how much can they really do spinning off of this, I guess, <laughs> because I feel like there's a few stories that could go, but I feel like. They might make the mistake of going straight to the Joker, which I feel like would be a terrible idea. You think yeah. they should do a few other villains? I first? think he should be like. They I don't should, think they should. We do should the be Joker able to. At all. Oh. Yeah, I think he should almost be like doing his own stuff throughout the city without Batman. Batman's knowledge throughout the second movie, and then, then he's finally like kind of, he's come to I Batman's like... attention by the third movie or something like. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I'd lo- I'd love to see um, Mister Freeze and the Scarecrow. Yeah, those are two. Scarecrow two would guys. Scarecrow would be great I, in this atmosphere that they've set. I feel like those are two characters that haven't really been done. Mister Freeze in particular. Well, yeah. Well, and Mister Freeze definitely in live action has been done very dirty. Mm-hmm. And then, like, sure, you had the Scarecrow version in uh, Batman Begins, which was pretty yeah. good. It was an okay adaptation of him, I thought. Yeah, but I feel like they could do a way better, way darker version like they did with uh, the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Oh, the like, Riddler. Was, the Rid- I completely forgot the Riddler, to mention the Riddler. Oh, my god! Paul Dano was phenomenal yeah. was so as the Riddler. so good in this movie. Oh, my gosh. That From the first scene where you see him, it's like, oh, I gosh. didn't see him the first time I watched it. Oh, really? I saw him the second time. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard the music change. You're like... Why did that happen? I don't get it. I was just like, I was just like, what is going on? Like, I'm like, I assume he's in here, but I don't see him anywhere. Like, it was just yeah. that ominous. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I was looking at the guy, 
Yeah, right. This right. was not supposed. To, this is not how it was supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the moments where you like, because he's pretty like crazy as you see him. But then the moment where he's like in jail and he's like losing it, it's like, oh my gosh, this guy's actually unhinged. Like you really, you really feel it when you're watching the movie. They did a great job with him. I thought. I would say if you guys, if any of you guys are interested in another incredible unhinged Paul Dano performance, I would watch. There There's a will lot be, of them. I feel like <laughs> I would watch. I would watch. There will be blood. It's a. Uh, I've it's, heard of that. I think it's an incredible movie with Daniel Day Lewis and Paul Dano. In oh it. gosh, and, Daniel Day Lewis is in that too. Oh boy. Yeah, Paul Dano plays this unhinged, uh, self-obsessed frontier preacher. That's just. It's an incredible performance, and that character, it, Paul Dano, is an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I think the funniest thing about Paul Dano is there's so many like edgy girls that are like in love with Paul Dano. But when you really look at Paul Dano, he's just a normal guy with a family, and he just plays these <laughs> these kind of crazy roles. And you just look at him, he's just like, "Hey guys, I'm Paul Dano. What's going on?" And it's just not like he's not like he's not like. Uh, your your edgy king who's who's psychotic. He's like, no, he's just a normal guy. He's got cut, a wife. Cut to him in the really Batman, good like, oh, no, no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, like turning turning uh, the Riddler into the Zodiac killer in the, in this movie was mm. an incredible incredible piece of work, and yeah. just like turning these characters. Oh yeah, that have like the Riddler in the comics is a doofus in yeah. a suit. Exactly. And a in a in a, a Jim Carrey basically. <laughs> yeah, Jim. Car- if you want to look at a comic accurate version of the Riddler, Jim Carrey is a comic accurate, accurate <laughs> version of the Riddler. That's, That's why they cast is. Jim Carrey back then. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah. So I feel like Mister Freeze, like his 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 episode from the Batman animated series, he would be great like, for the flooded Gotham. Yeah. I think it's like uh, I think it's like a cold heart or a cold tail or something like that. It's his episode, yeah. which is an incredibly emotional uh, episode for a children's, basically a children's show for the Batman <laughs> anime series. And I feel like Scarecrow could do could be like an incredible like way to look at this. They could do some cool stuff. But yeah, yeah, I'd like to see some new villains from Batman's fantastic arsenal of villains. Uh, yeah. He's got a lot. The Clayface sure. would be cool. The yeah, Mad Clayface. Hatter. Yeah, I feel like that'd be those would all be interesting, especially oh, I think, monster um, the monster croc or what's this yeah, killer, killer croc. croc killer croc. I forget yeah. what the name is. There's this guy who's basically he's like a guy. He's got a split personality, and his second personality is a is a Marion is a puppet that he has on his hand, and the puppet is like oh yes, oh, um, what talking about the guy. Crap's his name. I yeah, the guy, the main guy, is just this d- d- dinky older guy, and then on his hand is this mob boss, and he's got this split personality. Huh. I know what you, I know. I've seen that guy before, but I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Yeah, I either. know who you're talking about, though. <laughs> there goes the typing yep. again. Um, split personality puppet. That'll probably bring it up. The ventriloquist. There you go. And Scar- yeah. the, Arnold The Vesker. ventriloquist. Yeah, the ventriloquist and Scarface. Ah, okay. Mm. Oh, that would... Boy, that'd be a really, really weird villain to introduce, but I think it would work in this. I think it would fit this version of Batman, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so up next, we've got our bottom three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We can just do all three of these, each of us. Yeah, we could just rifle through them. I have a feeling our number ones are all the same. Um, There's a good chance. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's safe to say that Matt's number one and my number one are the same. Andrew, you you might have uh, changed things up a little bit. But uh, number three, I have a tie. Oh my uh, gosh. because, because of a technicality, I guess. Uh, so I have the movie dog. Oh yeah. Cause I thought it looked so stupid that I never ended up watching it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not because of the dog, but because of the marketing. That is the worst name for a movie. Dog. Like the laziest name for a movie I have ever seen. What about it cars says, or planes? Like, I mean... But at least the characters are cars. Like, you get a little bit of an idea. The, the, the poster is just him with a dog next to him. And I'm like, is this just the movie Max, but with Channing Tatum? Dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just, every time I saw a trailer or a poster, I was like, that looks stupid. Like, they're just trying to pull on the heartstrings of everyone who loves dogs. For all I know, it could have been good, but their marketing department dropped the ball. Well, maybe it was the producers that wanted to name it Dog, but Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) it was just, like, really, you couldn't think of a better name than Dog? Hey, did you see that Dog movie? No, what was it called? Dog. Dog. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like... Did you see that romance movie? What was it called? Romance. Romance. <laughs> Did you guys go? See Did you it? see that no, superhero movie busy called watching... Superhero? <laughs> Did you guys see it? No, I was too busy watching the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like at least those are like uh, they're creative stories. I feel like this one wasn't. Like I, I'm curious if it was even based on a true story. Let's Google that, shall we? was dog based on a true story and who knows if the movie will actually pop up because it's such a generic name yes wait no hang on elements of dog are inspired by tatum's life yeah it was (laughs) it was based on a real it was inspired by a real road trip that director Channing tatum took with his dying dog a pit bull mix also named lulu which i assume is the name of the dog in the movie dog man did Channing Tatum direct the movie? Because yeah. he, he just could have he could have picked he could have made it an homage to his dog and just named it named the movie his dog's name. Could have called it Lulu. Yeah. Oh, this Lulu is funny. Lulu would have gotten if it were called Lulu, I probably would have seen it. Okay, this is hilarious. So I was I, I, I was kind of the... tempted at times because I do like a good dog movie, but I also felt like it was going to be sad. <laughs> I found the poster for the movie, and under it were a bunch of other ones, but it was in different languages. In one of the languages, I guess the word for dog looks like the English word pies. So it's Channing Tatum with his dog sticking his head out the window. It just says pies. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm putting this in the chat so you can see it. I don't know what language this is in because I'm not a linguist. Wish Lauren was on this episode. She could tell us, I'm sure. Yeah. There you go. Pies. What the <laughs> Why is this a thing? <laughs> it looks like a it looks like a meme. It doesn't look like an actual poster. It looks like a fake poster. Oh Man, this is even worse thought out than I thought. 
There's also a French one, but that's just a French word, which is chien, which isn't anything in English, so it's not as funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. So I, I put that on there just because they didn't do a good job at actually getting me to go watch it. I think mm -hmm. my family might have seen it and thought it was okay or something, too. Uh, it looks like a movie that you'd come out of being like, yeah, it was fine, I guess. Like, not really. Yeah, and that's what opinions. I figured it would be. So I just, I, you know, it just didn't really appeal to me. And I put it on here for the sake of the name. Get <laughs> more creative, Channing Tatum. Think of a better name than Dog. Pies. Like, you're a great actor. You can do it. <laughs> uh and then I have that tied with Minions Rise of Gru. Oh, you I thought saw it was that? okay. I did see it. I was bored on a Tuesday. That tends to be the trend. Bored on a Tuesday. Uh, did you wear a suit? No. <laughs> but I was the only one in the theater because I saw it pretty late at night. Oh, that's fun. So that was that was fun. Uh, but I just thought it was I thought it was just kind of them milking out another one. Didn't yeah. really feel as good as the others. Despicable Me 1 and 2 are both good, and I think it's gotten worse with everyone to follow. The first one will never be topped. The second one was also good, but the first one is, will just always be the best I agree. thing they can make. And I saw this because I'm like, there's nothing else out. I'm bored. Might as well. You know, and I've it's been a few weeks since this came out. And I doubt there will be anyone in the theater. Sure enough, I got the movie theater all to myself. And I was just, it was just, yeah. Mm -hmm. There were some elements that I was like, okay, that's ridiculous. I'm like, but it's a kid's movie. So I, I'll give you Grace, but no, I don't enjoy this. I'll, as give, much you as my, I I'll it. give you my sister Grace, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I will probably never watch that movie again. Um, yeah, wouldn't yeah. blame you. Uh, number two for me. I haven't seen this one either. But you'll understand why I have it at number two. Okay, go ahead. It's the movie. It's the movie "Marry Me" because it has J Lo in it. Oh, gross! I totally get it. <laughs> J Lo doesn't tip her tip her service workers. J Lo, <laughs> wait, really? Is not a great actress or person. And apparently, this, uh, I, I, yeah, no, she's not the best person. Allegedly, uh, if her husband <laughs> gives a waiter a a tip in cash, she will go back and take the cash back. What? What? What's, What's wrong? Allegedly? What's wrong with her? Uh, allegedly. Do I not believe sue it, though. me. Sue J-Lo, and she'll take it back, though. Um, <laughs> uh, but I saw that she was in it. Well, first I saw Owen Wilson was in it, and I'm like, okay, this could be good. And then I saw oh. he's paired with J-Lo, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, it's, because I, I like a good rom-com. Uh, really? I did end up, I did end up watching a Ticket to Paradise. That was great. It had Julia Roberts and George Clooney. Uh, I forgot to give that a little bit of an honorable mention, but uh, hmm. this one just... I don't know. It also just didn't seem as good as other. Like the name, even just "Marry Me." Wow, like that's that's almost as good as "Dog." You know? <laughs> <laughs> Did you go see that rom com? What was it called? "Marry Me." Whoa! How Shocking. creative! I can't believe a wedding is involved. You, know? you can't pull something past <laughs> Austin on this on your naming conventions. Austin yeah. will rip you to Hollywood. shreds. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. Well, I just, yeah. But no, it was mainly because I'm like, yeah, I do not want to watch this. If, if I guess, J-Lo's in it. I've seen her in other movies, and I've... She, she was in a movie that I thought was just so bad that I turned it off, so... And I don't <laughs> do that often. <laughs> yeah, it, had to, um, it must have been really bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess some people like the movie, but it was like... I think it was The Wedding Planner is what it was called. Oh, yeah. Uh, again... Yeah. Her her partner she's working with in the movie, Matthew McConaughey, great actor. Mm-hmm. Someone I watch movies just because they're in. Yep. And mm-hmm. and she's paired with them and just tanks the performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just drags it, was, it down. She does. Like, I think Owen Wilson is great. But no, it's... Pfft, I can't. <laughs> But, and to top it all off, she's a pop star in the movie, so she's just herself. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. my gosh. That's yeah. awful. So I'll, I'll read you the synopsis. Like, it does not make me want to read this movie, uh, watch this movie. I, I don't want to read, read it either, either I guess. <laughs> pop star Kat Valdez, also Ew. horrible name. That sounds like you're just trying to make a celebrity name for Doesn't exactly a celebrity, roll off I guess, who's in the movie. Uh is about to get married before an audience of her loyal fans. However, seconds before the ceremony, she learns about her fiancé cheating on... Uh, fiancé's cheating ways and has a meltdown on stage. So, like, J-Lo in real life. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like she'd have a meltdown. She probably uh, would. In a moment of inspired insanity, Cat locks eyes with a total stranger in the crowd and marries him on the spot. What a stupid premise. <laughs> As for as forces conspire to separate the unlikely newlyweds, such they must soon decide if pe- if two people from such different worlds can find true love together. Well, maybe you shouldn't have married someone on the spot just because your boyfriend cheated. I can on you. already tell you, if I saw that, like if I saw that scene. Like, she just marries the first person she sees in the audience. I would have turned it off right there, even if it weren't J-Lo. I would have gone up like, to the, I would have gone up to, like, the little booth where they've got the projector insanity. and demanded they turn it off immediately. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have never watched this in theaters. Either. <laughs> I wouldn't do uh, it. I think bad. it was a, I feel like it was an Amazon Prime release, though. Oh, uh, um, okay. Yeah. Oh, even worse. Well, it's on Amazon Prime right now. And I guess it did have a box office, you know, uh, return or whatever. It made fifty million, but it <laughs> cost twenty three million to produce, which was probably just to pay Jennifer Lopez. I was gonna say, is that a lot or a little? Owen I don't Wilson. really have a great basis for this. <laughs> twenty three million for a movie is not a lot. Okay. So. Yeah, but you have to double that for a marketing budget, so they just yep. barely so they, made their money back. They ah, broke okay. even. Yeah, which. I, I don't even think it should have gotten that much. Um, <laughs> that was generous. Yeah. Uh, unlike Jennifer Lopez, apparently. Oof. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and at number one of the bottom three of movies for 2022 is, of course, Morbius. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. <laughs> yeah. 2020, 2022 was the year of Morbin. For all of our thoughts, please go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, I'm not even going to rehash it, because we had a whole 
hour plus episode. That on is one. How that is bad one that movie that is. The listeners may not know. I'm like the designated proof proof listener of the episodes because I can listen to myself the best as opposed to you two listening to yourselves on on record on record mm. i should say so i uh that is an episode i enjoyed listening back to that was that was a very fun one to listen to <laughs> just us ripping that movie to shreds love it it was fun yeah andrew what's your bottom three uh, okay so these are my bottom like <laughs> these are my bottom four four uh-huh. That's a lot. Four. I knew Andrew would do something like this, so I didn't feel bad about yeah. the tie. Uh, so my bottom, my bottom movie is Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm, mm-hmm. I liked it at the. I thought it was fine at the start. Now, after looking back on it more and more, eh, that movie's not good at all. Thor and so, Thor. It's a lot of. It's a lot of just. There's a lot of wasted potential and everything, and I. But I just I probably I put it down all to probable. Uh, studio in, in interference, and they just messed it up. They had a good thing going when uh, with uh, what Ragnarok. do you call it, Ragnarok? But uh, they just spent all their capital on that and wasted it in this movie. It could have been so much better if it was just like I don't know a half hour longer. And mm-hmm. you know the amazing performance of Christian Bale as Gore, Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. And not only do you not ever see him butcher any gods. You don't ever see him. You Almost never see him. So yeah, it's a. Uh, my next one is Morbius. Uh, I couldn't put it too low on the list because I love Matt Smith and his performance in that movie was just <laughs> it was great. The lone he was saving the only, grace. He was he was fantastic. Everything he did, the dancing, his whole jig, he uh, he did in the subway after he killed a bunch of people was fantastic. Everything about that movie I loved. <laughs> um, I loved it in the worst way possible. Uh, the next thing I is Black Adam. Black Adam mm. sucked. It was not good. The Rock needs to shut up about that movie. <laughs> He's just. Oh, it's I even really worse care. now that that the Superman teaser doesn't even yeah. matter. Well, <laughs> I, didn't, yeah, care. That's I right. didn't care for the Rock beforehand. I super don't. I just don't like him now. Super. Because, <laughs> yeah, but he just complaining and going on and on about. Oh, this movie made money. It's actually good. We made money. You've been going on about this movie for like 10 years. It's not good. It sucked. It's bad. Get over it. Move on. It's bad. Okay. <laughs> Supposedly, because of their marketing expenses, though, they haven't quite made money. Yeah, because they marketed that movie so much and it was so bad. Yeah. They still have buses in other countries with the stuff on it. Oh, they see his his stupid, terrible energy drink all over the place with the with uh, marketing on it. Yeah, he had his clothing brand had Black Adam stuff on it. Oh my it's god! Terrible. And the quote they put on the clothes on like the so because I was just looking at Under Armour uh, like around Christmas time and uh, the the like tank top it said uh, I believe antihero and on the back it was the longest dumbest quote. He's probably ever given because it was the power in the DC universe is oh, the hierarchy. Shift. Yeah, the, ir- the hierarchy, hierarchy in the DC power universe. In the DC universe yeah. is about to change. Yeah, and oh it's like, why gosh. is that the quote? Why is that the quote you chose to go with? <laughs> like for your workout clothing brand. Yeah, it was stupid. I, I thought well, the design on the front was cool, and the back ruined it. And yeah, it was. I don't like that movie, and I don't like The Rock. So, 
My my worst movie of the year is a movie I haven't seen for very good reasons. Weird trend. That movie it's, it is bad. Uncharted. Oh. <laughs> I hate whoever cast Tom Holland and uh, Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I want to take. I want both of them to be put in jail. They deserve to be put in prison. That is the worst prison. casting I've ever heard of in my entire life. That it, it's. So awful. First of all, why Tom Holland? Just because he's Spider-Man? No. Stop. <laughs> Not good. Bad. Mark Wahlberg? Even worse. Even worse. And on top of that, they didn't even give him a mustache. That right. character is so notable for having a mustache all the time. He has no mustache. And then they had an end credit scene where he had a mustache. Sorry, movie. You wasted it. It's over. It's bad. I love the Uncharted game series so much. And mm. when I heard they were doing a movie, I was like, I don't understand why, but okay, I guess. The movies are, like, I mean, the video games are basically movies as it is, the way they play out. I know. And then they're like, oh, yeah. but And then it's like, Tom Holland is Nathan Drake. I was like, that's terrible and the worst decision ever made. <laughs> but I guess it'll be fine. <laughs> is I guess maybe it'll be fine. He's okay, I guess. And then they're like, oh, yeah, and Mark Wahlberg is Sully. I'm like, okay, this movie is the worst movie ever in the history of cinema, and whoever <laughs> side these decisions should be not only be fired, they should be put in prison because that is what they deserve. <laughs> prison sentence of at least a minimum of 25 years. That's a long Gosh. time. So, yeah. Enough yeah those are my make, worst movies. Enough for them to make five more sequels, so... <laughs> Oh gosh! I think Andrew will explode if they do that. <laughs> I'm burning Sony to the ground. <laughs> Let's be real. Sony does not make the smartest decisions for movies that they make. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> They're the two of your bottom three were Sony. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's oh my gosh. I was wondering if Uncharted was going to be on your bottom four because I figured you had it, or bottom three. I thought I figured someone would mention. I knew I I knew of all people, Andrew, that you would have the most strong feelings about that movie. I didn't know if you had seen it or not, though. I have not, and I have no plans to. I could watch it on Netflix for free right now, but I would never waste my time because (laughs) I because all the marketing, everything I've heard about the movie, is it was so terrible, and. I was justified in thinking it was going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. I guess I'll cycle on over to my bottom three. Was um, it Michigan losing against TCU? No, because it was a good <laughs> game, and ultimately in the playoffs, it those it, those games can go either way because you've got the four yeah. best teams in the country. <laughs> it sucked, but it's not. It sucked, but it wasn't like we got blown out or anything. Um, yeah, I also actually had movies to fill these slots, so okay. <laughs> I, I didn't feel the need to put placeholders. <laughs> but um, we got coming in at number three. I put Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and again, this is kind of like a. It just kind of had to be somewhere in my rankings. I took Black Adam very not seriously as it was, which is why I had it in my top five technically. Because I just had fun with watching what was not a very good movie. But it had parts that I liked. 
But then Doctor Strange, Multiverse mm. of Magnet, ma- Magnets, Multiverse of, magnets. of Madness, <laughs> <laughs> Multiverse of Magnets. Um, I don't know. Hello, it, I'm the fridge magnet. I am the magnet that goes on your, uh, your trapper keeper. Exactly. It just wasn't great. I I liked elements of it, but there were a couple characters I didn't care for. I thought America Chavez was kind of annoying. She basically screamed the whole yeah. movie, which I got tired of hearing. And um, Wanda was a good villain to an extent, but I also found her kind of annoying by the time it was over. And the kids were the most annoying. The kids are really. awful. The kids Ice cream exist. song made me want to throw up. The kids just shouldn't exist, which they don't technically, but that's, you know, watch the movie. <laughs> and um, there were just, a, and the ending was extremely Sam Raimi, but I didn't really like it that much. It just wasn't my cup of tea. So that's coming in at number three. Coming in at number two is Thor Love and Thunder. Andrew touched on a lot of my main points about it. Just they were riding the coattails of Ragnarok and it was a massive letdown. Um, We had what could have been one of the best villains I think the MCU has seen and they wasted it by only giving him 10 minutes of screen time. And the screen Mm -hmm. time that he had wasn't what we could have seen him doing. So, yeah, very, very disappointing movie. I walked out of that theater feeling extremely uninspired, which was uh, it was a strange feeling. I remember I saw it with Lauren, and I'm like, do you feel just kind of bleh? She's like, yeah. I'm like, it just wasn't good. She's like, I don't think it was very good. So that's how, I, that's how we came to our conclusion, that it wasn't a very good movie. And then coming in at number one, it had to be Morbius. I had, <laughs> it's Morbin time. It, as Andrew said, I had fun. It was fun watching it for how bad it was, and Matt Smith was good, and there were certain elements of the movie, certain moments, basically just moments, because <laughs> there wasn't a lot of good. But there were a couple isolated moments where I'm like, oh, okay, that was pretty good. But for the most part, I'm watching it, I'm like, this is confusing, this is dumb, this shouldn't exist. And, man, Jared Leto just continues to <laughs> be the worst <laughs> in, in the yep. roles he's given. So... <laughs> Morbius was my number one. I didn't think it was really close. I think there was I think there was a movie that I w- would have said was worse, but I didn't see it, so I didn't include it in my rankings. Yeah. Well, to end us off, I wanted to quickly go over some of the big movies that we have coming up this year. Oh. Uh, so that way people know uh, what they can look forward to or what they can dread. Which ones uh, we'll probably be talking about <laughs> around this time next year. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, our first bigger name movie coming out uh, is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, I think this one will be, I think it'll be pretty good. I'm excited. The the marketing looks really well done, and that's how it was for Black Panther. I, you know, I was seeing trailers that I'm like, okay, this this is getting me into it. I'm excited for this movie. That's Mm -hmm. how I've felt about this movie, so I think... They have a shot here to win a lot of Marvel fans back. Uh, after that, we've got Creed 3. Or I am so excited for that movie. Oh, I am I so excited for it, wait. too. The release date is even uh, super cool. It's also It, it comes out on 3 3 2 3. Uh, uh, very so nice. That'll be nice and fun. Uh I think Michael B. Jordan is phenomenal. I think we're so going to see another great addition to the Rocky franchise. Uh, in 
March, we also have a movie called 65. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's... I started uh, hearing about that one recently. It's got Adam Driver in it. Uh, I guess, uh, so, like, an astronaut uh, crash lands on a foreign planet, but he finds out it's prehistoric Earth. Uh, so it's kind of, like, reverse Planet of the Apes, hmm. I feel like. Interesting. Uh, so that will be intriguing. Uh, we have Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Uh, we'll that's March 17th. Uh, and I, I, I think Zachary Levi is great. So I trust I him, but I, I don't trust DC I, to put out I don't a good know, sequel. Yeah. I think yeah, it's going to be good. I, I, I enjoyed the first one. Another one ever again. <laughs> yeah, I think this will be probably this will probably end a lot of DC's mainstream run. Uh, they they'll probably continue the stuff like the Batman uh, and maybe like the Joker stuff. I don't know, like the the darker oh, stuff that has gotten them a lot yeah. of money. Uh, but if this doesn't do well, it'll definitely be the last of it. But I think Zachary Levi is amazing. I think he'll do a great job at the very least and it'll good. be somewhat enjoyable. He's a much better actor than the rock. Um, <laughs> in uh, March on the 24th of March, we actually have John wick chapter four. Oh yeah. So that'll be nice and fun. Uh, John wick movies tend to be pretty good because Keanu Reeves puts a lot of effort into the action. I have and... not seen a single one. <clears throat> either but i know a lot of people that have and they rave about him and it, i've seen some like clips and stuff and it, it looks pretty solid so i might give those a shot uh at the end of march on the 31st we have dungeons and dragons honor among thieves i have oh, no clue how gosh. this is gonna be uh so but it's got it. i think it's gonna be good it's got chris pine and the advertising looks okay. pretty good i saw a trailer for it on christmas and I was like, okay, I have no clue what this is going to be, but maybe I'll go watch it because it looks pretty interesting. Hopefully it's not one of those things where all the best parts are in the trailer, but <laughs> it looked at least visually and, you know, mark and it seemed to be marketed pretty well. Uh, and then I know you're excited for this one, Matt. What? In April, on the 7th of April, we have Super Mario Bros. the movie. I can't wait. <laughs> I am so excited. I know everyone thinks Chris Pratt's doing a terrible Mario. I don't care. I can look past it. I can't wait for that movie. I'm so excited. Mario is yeah, my entire same. childhood. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. I think it'll be. I think it'll be better than people are making it out to be. Because mm -hmm. I think uh, they've taken notes from how Sonic went, and yeah. I think they're going to... We're gonna do some good stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, May fifth, so not much in April. So I guess uh, yeah, Mario will be the thing to see in April. Mm -hmm. uh, May fifth will be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh boy, who knows how that's gonna be? Because James Gunn is—he's uh, kind of lost it, I think, lately. Uh, his <laughs> ego's taken. He's his ego's taken over. He's ruining DC. So who knows what he'll do to Marvel? Why? Uh, what? In what way is he ruining DC? DC's been ruined. For I say I don't know what DC about, has to ruin. <laughs> DC's been I mean, ruined for probably about fifteen years now. <laughs> the way he handled the Superman situation, I don't know. I think it's just an What's ego. What's there to handle? He got. They're going in a different direction. Yeah, at least yeah. just give the fans hope. I guess you know. I mean, I trust. It's him. just interesting that he's got his hands on both. I 
I don't know. Anymore. I didn't love the second Guardians of the Galaxy either. Uh, I liked yeah. the first one, but the second one was okay. I'm just curious I how this. Will I rewatched be. it a little while ago, and I loved it. I think it was great. Uh, Peacemaker was fantastic. It was a great show. Oh yeah. Uh, and then this uh, Suicide Squad uh, re requel remake <laughs> sequel uh, was yeah. really good. So I I have full confidence in James Gunn. Yeah, I'm not see. a hater like some people. <laughs> uh, I'm not a hater. I'm just being pessimistic. I, I guess has to moves I've seen him make. Raid. Seeing what he does with DC is going to be very interesting, and I expect Guardians yeah. Three will be pretty good as well. But I also don't know because if Guardians Three is good. It'll give me a lot more confidence again. Guardians um, Guardians Three is going to be a very very interesting movie to see. I feel like I don't really know what and direction it's going to go. We're going to be seeing Adam Warlock in this one too. I think so. Yeah, I think oh. that is pretty much confirmed. I yeah, think. with a uh, Will Poulter. Uh, Alter, the guy I whose face I know, said, but whose yeah. name I never knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then after that, on May nineteenth, we've got Fast and Furious ten yes, going sir. to Jupiter. No, oh uh, my gosh, if only. Yeah, <laughs> man, family. You know what? This one's about to be. It's Fast and Furious ten. Family. It's family. all about the family. It's all about the Mets. I mean, family. <laughs> uh, then after that. On May 26th, we've got The Little Mermaid live action. I'm done with Disney live action. I'll just hear that. I'll, I'll hear how that is from other people. <laughs> Same. I think my family will probably go and see that, and I'll ask them how it was. But mm -hmm. I don't know. The, I haven't watched the last few live action adaptations. Like yeah, the Pinocchio thing I heard was horrible. Uh, like they just they, they've been dropping the ball on the latest. I watch I watch some of because they're not doing any new story team. elements right exactly they're just, just copy and paste yeah June is what I am looking forward to probably the most oh gee I wonder what movie could be coming out in June of next year hmm Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse <laughs> it's gonna be good yeah it's gonna be so good man uh, if there's one thing Sony does really well it's animation, surprisingly. Uh, their animation department is, like, worlds past their live-action department. Uh, yeah, I Shamik Moore is so great as Miles Morales, and I, I'm just, I'm so looking forward to that movie, uh, and I will probably watch it a few times in theaters. The, again, <laughs> the, ad, the, the advertising for this and the marketing for this it's gotten me so pumped for it i didn't realize it was coming out in june until like a couple weeks ago and uh, <clears throat> i saw the trailer and i was with claire and i was like we are seeing this like <laughs> we are seeing this we're seeing it opening and, night three times yeah i don't even i won't even be in the i don't think i'll be in the country opening night so oh. I, i'll <laughs> see it when i get back yeah, I guess um so. but yeah uh I mean, gosh, the first one won Oscars, though, so, like, the... Expectations are high, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. We'll see how they follow Speaking of up. expectations being high, after this, <laughs> on June 9th, we got Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> the first Transformers movie I've been excited for in the history of Transformers. Same. The, the stylization in the trailers looks way better. It's, they, they learned from Bumblebee, I think, so... They're like, oh my gosh, people actually liked this one? We should do more of that. Yeah. What they're mistaking is the first five minutes of Bumblebee is 
what people want for a Transformers movie because it was pure, all CGI, all Transformers, no humans, no Earth, no nothing. Just a pure yeah. Cybertron war with just Transformers, no human crap. That's what people want, mm-hmm. and they never, ever listen. It's just like with have... uh, monster movies, too. We don't want to see humans in monster movies. We want to see monsters doing monster yeah, things, exactly. and that's it. The guy... So the guy who uh, directed Creed Two is also directing this, so it's a good director okay. situation. Um, Interesting. And after that, I mean, so even if Transformers is bad, I don't think it'll be the worst movie of June because oh, supposedly no. Flash movie is supposed to come out in June. Is that movie ever going to come out? <laughs> <laughs> I, no I don't idea. know. But it's supposed to come out June 23rd. Are they just, like, and, delaying uh, and waiting for Ezra Miller to stop being on the run from the law? Yeah, I mean, he's still in this movie, it says. and Allegedly. Michael Keaton is in it, too, as, like, multiversal Batman. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, that'll so that'll be, that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, speaking of franchises that should just die already, oh, Indiana no. Jones and the Dial of Destiny is supposed to oh, come yeah. out on June 30th. Uh, I you cannot got, believe... Everyone, you guys are so pessimistic. I didn't, okay, so I didn't say anything about ridiculous. the movie. Ridiculous. Here's the thing. I, I just I forgot it was coming much, out. For the most part, I enjoy movies when I've seen them, but going, leading up, if they don't look good, I don't watch them to begin with. I'll probably give this a shot. But it the the last one shouldn't have been made. I'm shocked they got Harrison Ford back for one last one. Harrison Ford loves Indiana Jones, which is ironic because he's just Han Solo on Earth, and it's still yeah. Lucasfilm. For everything <laughs> he hit, for for all the hate he has for Star Wars, he has that same amount of love for Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the original three Indiana Jones movies. I mean, I will probably end up watching this. We'll see if it's good. Uh, I've only I seen just the can't first one. They're still making them because uh, ta- he is really old. <laughs> I was talking to Lauren recently, and she went and saw a movie. I don't remember which one, but I guess there was a trailer for that movie. And in the opening, she would she turned to her friend that she was watching it with and goes, <laughs> "Look, they're making another Indiana Jones, like as a joke." And then like the the logo flashed on the screen she's like what they're actually <laughs> making another indiana jones exactly like no one expected the last one to be made now they're making another which i don't think anyone also expected i need to finish uh, all those because i don't i mean I, I i know well i guess i'm not sure what the consensus is but i've only seen the first one and i'm kind of content with i've been kind of content with that i guess but yeah. i feel like i should at least finish the original trilogy oh yeah f- yeah it's it's Last Crusade watch. and Temple of Doom are very, very good. They're both right. very good movies. Uh, uh, Crystal Skull was just a cash grab. Yeah. Made, by de- <laughs> made by desperate people. And that yep. was it. This one, I have a lot of faith in. <clears throat> Everyone behind it seems really competent and really good about what they're doing. That's good. And, I, and everyone seems really happy with what they're doing. So I hope... I hope it turns out good, and I have faith in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I I hope for, you know, the sake of everyone who loves the franchise that uh, it does end up being good. But I mean, this is the year apparently of 
like franchises that just don't ever die they just keep on going and going and going mission impossible 7 is supposed to come out this year too oh my Mission uh, impossible fallout was amazing and i'm super excited for this movie oh no i i love the mission impossible series don't get me wrong i'm just saying like we've got fast and furious 10 we've got transformers which just keeps on coming uh i need to indiana dedicate... jones well rocky is tech so creed 3 that's like the 10th rocky movie <laughs> Because uh, we've got five of the original Rocky Balboa, and then okay, so we've got nine Rocky movies as of this year. We've got this will be the seventh Mission Impossible movie. Who knows how many Transformers Transformers movies this will be? Uh, the fifth Indiana Jones movie. Uh, fourth John Wick. Yeah, fourth John Wick. This is just a ton of really long-lasting. Uh, you know, a movie franchise. The 9,000th Fast yeah. and Furious. <laughs> this is part one. So seven, part two. Seven Transformers. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, MI8 is supposed to come out in 2024, though. So it's going to be a back-to-back, like, part one, part two type of deal. Um, then in July, we've got Oppenheimer, which is a Christopher Nolan. Uh, yeah, Thank you, I've, Andrew. <laughs> I've never said it out loud, so I don't. I don't know how I'm saying it. Uh, Christopher Nolan movie, uh, so it should be good. Uh, it's got a very interesting and unique cast. I feel like yeah, that uh, one, especially for Christopher Nolan. That one it's caught got, my eye. It's got Cillian Murphy, Florence Pugh, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Rami Malek, uh, Malik, uh, Josh Hart Hartnett, and Benny Safdie. Like, very interesting mix of people. Should be hmm. interesting. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, something I know you're very much looking forward to, Matt. Uh, the Marvels, which is Captain Marvel 2. You shut up. <laughs> and at the end of July, July 28th. So, not only will this be Captain Marvel herself, but it will also be Mrs. Marvel. <laughs> I, I did not... They're, they're I did not like. Over. I did not like Miss Marvel the TV show. I still liked her better than I liked Captain Marvel when all was said and yeah. done. That's how bad Captain Marvel was to me. Yeah, and we've got Roosevelt's as well, which this one is starring Leonardo DiCaprio, so that'll be interesting. It's uh, mm. about Roosevelt during uh, the Great Depression and World War Two. Uh, so I think, yeah, the second Roosevelt, uh, Franklin. Um, and then we've got, of course, the movie every guy is going to see in July, Barbie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Comes out the With same Margot day Robbie. as Oppenheimer. Does it really? Yeah. Yes. So oh, what I'm hearing is a double header. We go, see, <laughs> we go see Oppenheimer, and then we go see Barbie. We see them back to back. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited about this. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I'm very we have... <laughs> interested. I don't know if I'm like... I don't know if I'm necessarily excited, but I'm very interested to see how this one goes. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be uh, Enchanted. Oh, I don't think it's going to be a kid's movie. I want it to be I like... Everyone's uh, assuming this is going to be a kid's movie. I don't think it's going to be... I think it'll be. you can take kids to see it, but I don't think it's going to be a kid's movie. Oh, but like yeah. the concept. I'm saying it's Enchanted, but with Barbie, because she's in our world. It's like Thor. Maybe. Enchanted, but... That's Barbie this time. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are very good casting for that, though. That is true. Um, in August, we have Blue Beetle. Who knows if that'll still 
come out because DC yeah. is a mess right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Blue Beetle is a great character, and if it does come out, I'll probably watch it. I do not know much about him, that's for sure. Um, then we have an untitled Quiet Place spinoff in September. A loud place. Yeah, <laughs> a a bus in place. Uh, I, I I've liked those. Uh, yeah, those are good. I've seen both. I've liked those movies. So, and if John Krasinski's involved, I'll I'll go see it. Uh, we've got in October, and I really hope this doesn't come out. And I hope it just gets canceled and eyes and gets put in the trash forever. Oh, Craven no. the Hunter. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna suck. It's what? gonna be so bad. Okay, it's gonna why, be Morbius Part Two. Basically, why do y'all think it's gonna? Oh, is it set in that universe again? Yeah, yes, it's, it's another awesome. Spider-Man villain. Tried. They're probably trying to make a hero. They also said Craven the Hunter is a animal lover and protector. No, he's not. He's a hunter yeah. in the comics. He is literally a big <laughs> yeah. game hunter. He's a poacher. He wears a lion face for a vest. Yep. Animal lover. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's awful. And then, uh, yeah, we uh, we have to end the year. We have two movies I'm very, very much uh, looking forward to. Oh, and there's... Here, I'll I'll, I'll say this one before uh, the other two, because I, I just scrolled to the bottom of the list, and I found that Legally Blonde 3 is coming out at the end of the year. Oh, sometime. wow. They don't have a release date for it, but I can't believe they're making a third one. should be interesting. I didn't even know they made uh, a second they, one. They, sh- they have to bring Reese Witherspoon back for that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, November though, uh, we will have two big movie series uh, that are being continued, and I'm very much looking forward to both. Uh, early on in November, November third, we have Dune Part Two. Oh, yes. I'm very much looking forward to that. I think that'll be good. I'm very excited to see if they continue uh, the greatness of uh, Dune Part One, uh, and later on about halfway through november they might move it back depending on how dune does but they have the hunger games the blot of songbird songbirds and snakes so they're making another one uh, of those it's a prequel. Yeah, they released a prequel book uh, a couple oh, years no, back i had no idea and uh mm-hmm. i guess they're making a movie of it and i loved the first you know the first four movies and i loved the books and I think this will be nice and interesting, and it's coming out way sooner than I thought it would. So hopefully it's good. But hmm. yeah, I, uh, but that's that's the rundown for movies coming out. I need to dedicate like a month or two this year to just try and catch up on all these stupid movies that I haven't seen yet. Because there are so much, just sort of like you running down those movies, it's like, oh yeah, continuation of this, continuation of that, I'm like, my gosh. <laughs> You're not going to be able to watch any movies this year, because it's all going to be continuations of stuff you haven't seen. Exactly. I might have another quiet year. No, I, wa- I actually do want to watch more movies this year, so I can have a much more comprehensive list next time we do this. <laughs> yeah, then you'll really be able to throw us off. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll probably still throw a Michigan game in there somehow. <laughs> yeah. True to form. Yeah, but uh, that's all I've got for you guys today. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone who listened uh, this long. Hope uh, you guys had a good 2022, and hopefully let's have a, an even better 2023. We're looking forward to making content for you uh, throughout this year. 
Uh, and yeah, this will be hopefully the first full calendar year that we have no, the Nothing But Nonsense podcast running uh, throughout the whole year. Uh, but we are very much looking forward to you know bringing you what's to come and what's next. And Big thank plans you for, your for the year. Yeah, thank you for conti- your continuous support. Uh, we just look forward to the future with you guys. If you haven't, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at the dot nbn dot podcast and on facebook we are the official nothing but nonsense podcast page you can go ahead and catch us on any of your podcatchers of choice spotify apple audible you choose we're there go ahead and give us a listen give us a five-star review if you can too we would greatly appreciate it we appreciate you for listening and we'll see you next week later y'all uh, you guys read the most important movie coming out this year on February 24th called Cocaine Bear. So see you guys next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>